0: This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Jim, yeah, I'm feeling a little down on a Friday. Is there anything you got over there that could uh, help pick us up, maybe pump us up as we head into the weekend?
1: Yeah, I'm right, I do. Get a load of this.
2: Everyone in this room has a dream to be the greatest hockey player they can be. But those dreams just don't come to you. You have to earn it. So how are we going to do that? We want that puck. That's our puck. So we got to skate hard, work hard, get back hard, play as a team. So tonight is the night we make it happen. Each one of us brings something to this team. You are the few who represent Peterborough. So let's show it on ice. Let's go, boys! Let's go, Taz!
1: <laughs> How great is this kid? This kid is awesome. Uh, his name is uh, Callan Perks. He's six years old. He's from Peterborough. And the Peterborough Pete's. Have an OHL team, obviously, and they put it out to the fans. Hey, you know, if you want to give us a pump-up speech, put it online, you know, tag us in it, and you could, you know, win tickets to the game. So a little six-year-old Callan Perks posts that. It gets viewed... Thousands and thousands of times. I think it's up to 55,000 views on Instagram and, and Twitter. And, uh, you know, everybody was loving it. It's so cute. So they're like, Cal, we want you to come in and do a live speech before our next game in, in, uh, ahead of the Audio, Ottawa 67s. So he did that. That, news, uh, that made international news. Now Cal's on ABC News in the States. And they did a report on him here, which is also very cute. It's the pint-sized pep talk, motivating not only the Peterborough Pete's hockey team in Ontario, Canada.
2: Legends are made every day, and you could be one of the greats.
1: (laughs) But millions online who have seen Cal Perk's electric locker room speech.
2: So we're going to do whatever it takes to get the W.
1: Six-year-old Coach Cal chosen to give the speech before the Pete's game against the Ottawa 67s.
2: We won't let those 67s get a win and out,bug! <laughs>
1: bone. I ready to skate through a wall for you, Cal?
0: A kid's six? Six. Why is he cuter than my kid? My kid's five. <laughs> it's when you when you have if you don't pronounce the r's you know if you got that thing with the Oz.
1: yeah i used to have that yeah. i had that till about grade 2 or 3 or something my
0: nephews uh, used to have that but my son he he's pretty good with pronouncing the R's. so it's
1: uh, well his dad is a language expert i hope yes a master communicator <laughs> <laughs> what is it about the letter r cuz i used to go and like my sisters were older than me and they would get me to talk in front of their friends they'd all laugh like say say B and i'm like beer?
0: Uh-huh. Girl?
1: i don't know what it is about ours uh,
0: it, it, it sounded like my one nephew had a boston accent until yeah. he was
1: like seven or eight yeah that's what I, I met an adult female at a bar once i was with my cousin and she couldn't pronounce her r's right nothing wrong with that but it was just i, I had known her for a while so i knew what was up and so my buddy goes are you from boston to her and she's like Ugh, no and he's like oh sorry sorry New Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> What's the accent? <laughs> I just never developed past uh, six years old. <laughs> it's tough. Like once you get like, uh, yeah, I know a couple people that in their to their adulthood still still pronounce ours like that. It's t- tough when you have a speech impediment to get over it.
0: Well, I'm a little worried now. You know, when the Peterborough Pits come to town, I like if Cal's in the locker room, I think they have a distinct advantage against any team in the OHL. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Taz and Jim. Alec Baldwin did that interview last night on ABC News about the accident on the set of the film Rust where a gun was discharged killing a cinematographer. Uh, Some interesting um, answers to a few of the questions. What do you think of this, Jim?
3: Bang, the gun goes off. Everyone is horrified. It's loud, they don't have their earplugs in, no one was, the gun was supposed to be empty. She goes down. I thought to myself, did she faint? The notion that there was a live round in that gun did not dawn on me till probably 45 minutes to an hour later. 45 minutes to an hour? Well, she's laying there and I go, did she get it by wadding? Was there a blank, sometimes those blank rounds have a wadding inside. No one could understand, did she have a heart attack? Did you go up to her, did you back her? I went up to her and then we were immediately told to get out of the building. We were forced to get out of the building, the medics came in. I mean, I stood over her for 60 seconds and she just laid there kind of in shock. Was she caught? uh my recollection
0: is yes uh, pretty crazy hmm. so initially didn't realize that uh that he had shot someone with with a live
1: round like they, even on a movie set you might be joking around you know somebody like a bang goes off you, you could be like uh, you'd be like what's happening it would be confusing there should never be a, a bullet in in the gun
0: yeah and and they weren't filming That's the other thing that Baldwin said last night. They weren't filming. They were like blocking out. It was a rehearsal. Mm -hmm. So absolutely, like when you're shooting a scene, there shouldn't be a bullet. But if you're just rehearsing, there shouldn't be a bullet in the gun. Mm -hmm.
1: If you're rehearsing, why are you even using the real gun? Yeah, I, you know, I didn't realize how strict they were about gun rules. I'm happy now that like other actors are coming out and saying like, this is how we do things on our set. And I think George Clooney himself was saying, anytime somebody hands me a gun, I look to see if there's a bullet in the chamber. I show it to all the cast, the person I'm pointing at and the rest of the crew. So we all know what's going on.
0: Here is uh, Baldwin explaining because in the little teaser clip they were showing us, Baldwin said he never pulled the trigger of the gun and and that kind of contradicted the story that we've heard up to this point, so here's more of that explanation.
3: Now in this scene, I'm going to cock the gun. I said, do you want to see that? And she said, yes. So I take the gun and I start to cock the gun. I'm not going to pull the trigger. I said, do you see that? She goes, well, just cheat it down and tilt it down a little bit like that. And I cock the gun. I go, can you see that? Can you see that? Can you see that? And she says, and then I let go of the hammer of the gun and the gun goes off. So you have this Colt 45, you just pulled the hammer as far back as I could without cocking the actual. And you're holding on to the hammer. I'm holding I'm just showing. I go, how about that? Does that work? Do you see that? Do you see that? She goes, yeah, that's good. I let go of the hammer. Bang, the gun goes. So he's saying he didn't pull the trigger.
0: He was pulling the the hammer of a gun, which is always a cool thing to do in the
1: movie, especially a Western, right, mm-hmm. when they cock the gun back. I I, I don't really care about the minutiae of the gun itself. You know what I mean? Like That's all kind of redundant. Why was there a bullet there? Yeah, I don't want to yeah. get lost in the, I, I didn't pull the trigger, I did pull the trigger. I don't think co-
0: anybody believes Alec Baldwin intentionally shot this woman. Yeah, yeah. So it was an accident. Mm -hmm. End of the day, it was an accident. I think what you said yesterday, Jim, is 100% correct. Alec Baldwin, the actor, isn't responsible for what happened, but he was also a producer on the movie.
1: Yes, and there was other bullets that accidentally discharged on that very set. Staff and members of the shoot were quitting because of the dangerous uh, activities that were going on. And then this happens. Like that is your ship, you know. You are you, you are responsible for what happens there if you are the producer. Boy, he looks uh, haggard, though. eh? did you see? Like, I, has he always had those big
0: puffy bags under his eyes,
1: Baldwin? <laughs> I don't know. I've, I I didn't see video of the of the interview. Is oh, it yeah. is it bad? Well, he looks like he's he's had a rough month for <laughs> sure. No
0: doubt. We always like to inform you if there's scam artists trying to take advantage. Of, of you guys, and uh, the latest is they're, they're using some new technology to steal cars. Jim, what's going on here?
1: Yeah, there's these little Apple tracking devices that you could put on your keys or you know anything you don't want to lose so like a you, little fob or yeah, sticker yeah, what's or it or look less. like Yeah I don't exactly know but I, I know or I think it's like a little circle thing and I think there's an adhesive side to it you can stick on something Anyway people who are Like looking, the spidery tracker remember Spider-Man used to
0: have the little spider Sure
1: yeah he'd like be flying through the air and he'd like throw it and it would hit him
0: Yeah it would land on Mysterio
1: and then he <laughs> yeah. could follow him back to his hideout But it wasn't very very discreet because it was shaped like a little spider if i remember it. <laughs> It's like oh, a bit who of a heat score. Year?
4: Who put this <laughs> <Batman>? on me? Batman? <laughs>
1: But this is essentially what they're doing, more or less. But they're not. What they're doing is they're 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 scoping out uh, parking lots, like at the mall or other dense parking lots, and where nice cars perhaps would be. So they'll find the nice cars, stick a tracking device on it somewhere, follow it back to their uh, where, where the person lives, and if it's parked outside, they'll just break into it later under the cover of darkness in a more discreet spot where there's no security cameras, likely, right? Mm. So, there is a way around it, though. If you have an Apple phone, you can actually search for devices and it will find that device. Like, that'll be an available device that you will show up on your phone and it'll say it's like only a certain distance away. And you will be able to know if there's a tracking device on your car.
0: When you get home, pull into the garage, search for devices on your Apple phone. Yeah. If ex- there's a weird one there, you might
1: be uh, targeted. I guess they're called air tags. Specifically, AirTags. If you have an iPhone, you can you, you can receive a notification that an AirTag is nearby if you turn on your your Bluetooth or whatever. Also, they're saying park in a locked garage. Not an option for everybody. Same. I haven't heard this suggestion in a while. Use a steering wheel lock. I I, I remember these commercials in the '90s all the time. The club. It, yeah, the, the the club. They're saying it works as a visual deterrent a lot of times. So me, there's probably ways around the club, but just looking in the window, you're like, I'm not even going to waste my time. Here's another solution: drive a really crappy car. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty, we're pretty good, eh?
0: Somebody steals yeah, my car, right. you might
1: as well just drive it straight to Teen Challenge Farm. It's not, <laughs> it's not much more <laughs> use than that.
0: Hey, hey, does anyone have those uh, those Apple tracking devices in this parking lot? Can you stick one on my car? You'd be doing me a favor. Jim doesn't believe me. I, I know a guy who is an MMA instructor who also has a Golden Girls fan podcast. He he loves himself the Golden Girls. Thank you for being We've got him on the phone. Robert Swift is joining us. Hello Robert.
5: How are you doing guys? Good. How are you? Uh good, good.
0: Uh What's the name of your
5: podcast? Podcast is called uh, The Wait I Don't Get It Podcast. Um, Wiggy podcast at Wiggy podcast on instagram find us there's the uh the best stuff all the hottest memes uh, <laughs> my partner jamie my partner jamie does all the hard work
0: wait i don't get it podcast is that a reference to an episode of golden girls why is why is it called that
5: well this is because uh when jamie was uh young and i was young we we're watching the show and there is a ton of stuff you do not get as a young child uh especially as a young child who's not into politics you know Maybe Newt Gingrich isn't your guy. Uh, so we go through the show, and we look up that stuff, and we you know, inform the listeners about uh, maybe things that they didn't know about when they were six or seven when the show came out.
0: Okay, cool. So you will watch an episode of The Golden Girls, and when you don't get a joke on the show, you will pause it, and you will look up why that joke is funny.
5: <laughs> Sounds like a yeah, great that's show. Totally, yeah, that's our whole show.
0: But you do love The Golden Girls, right?
5: I have a huge Golden Girls tattoo. I've seen the episodes a million times. We've been to the puppet play. You know, there's Golden mm-hmm. Con coming up, and we're really excited. Hopefully we can be there.
0: Golden Con in Chicago. Yeah, that's what got us on this. There's a Golden Girls convention coming up. Uh, a Golden Girls puppet show, though? Is, did you just, uh, is that is that yeah, something a, that is?
5: That is a, a world-renowned puppet show that a... Uh, a team from Australia started, and then um, it, it's moved around the world, and uh, we saw it in Toronto twice a couple of years twice! ago. Twice! Uh, I've even been on stage with them, uh, with the puppets, just, you know, for photo ops because of the tattoo. Wow.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, when I say that uh, that Robert Swift is an MMA instructor, he's got the cauliflower ears, you know, looks like a <laughs> guy you don't want to mess with, but then he rolls up his pant leg. Yeah, And this thing is like... Uh, Ten inches by ten inches, and it's all four Golden Girls, photorealistic. Their faces on his thigh. Imagine
1: getting kneed in the face by all four <laughs> Golden Girls. I'm gonna introduce you to Blanche and Rose. <laughs>
0: don't forget about <laughs> B. B. <laughs> Sophia, here comes Sophia. Jim is is very ignorant about the Golden Girls, and so some might be some of our younger listeners. Explain what the show is about for people who don't know.
5: The the show is uh, about four ladies that are living in Miami. Uh, they are enjoying their golden years, and it's sort of their hijinks and uh, you know ups and downs for their lives. It's a it's a great show for anybody of all ages. Super family friendly for most episodes, and uh, you know now you have a companion podcast with uh, the Wiggy Podcast to enjoy it.
1: <laughs> so it's like a it's like a it's like a subtle. Uh, sex and the City. Are they all single and all dating, or what's going on?
5: Uh, throughout the series, people date, people you know, um, fall in love, fall out of love, and uh,
0: uh, Leslie and Nielsen like, I can remember was a guest star, was a love interest of one of the Golden Girls, wasn't he? Hmm.
5: There is there is a lot of stars. George Clooney was on it uh, when he was young. Quentin Tarantino was on it. Uh, you know, random. So, Anybody could pop up there because it's an it's an '80s TV show that was a staple. They were on the air for ten years, right? So yeah, uh, yeah, it's a it's a, a lo- beloved show.
1: Okay, I've never seen an episode, but if I wanted to start watching, is there like uh, it's not probably not season one and episode one? Is there a, is like a great episode that would get me right into it?
5: Uh, this is going to be a hot take. Season one, episode one is is absolutely hot garbage. <laughs> um, but but. I would go season one, episode two, because once you get hooked, Jim, you're gonna you're gonna watch that first little bit, you're gonna get the taste, and you're gonna have to watch every single episode, and you're gonna have to listen to every episode of the podcast to get the jokes that you didn't get.
0: <laughs> what is the who's the sexiest golden girl in your eyes,
5: Robert? Uh, B Arthur. I like a tall lady. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Someone can get, get like to the a, high shelves.
5: i like a handsome lady, uh, some might say. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay,
1: well there you go. Someone you can
0: spar with.
5: <laughs> you, you should
0: start a another podcast. Being into MMA, why don't you combine the two interests? You could do Golden Girls and Golden Gloves, mm-hmm. where you talk about mixed martial arts and the Golden Girls.
5: I think that's a phenomenal idea, and I, you know, I would maybe, Jim. Would you like to be a uh, a co-host on this show? Anytime, dude.
1: Anytime. <laughs> I will I will regale you with my first experience with Golden Girls when I do it. All right. I'm going to steal oh, your co-host then. It. Jamie, All <laughs> right. you're on my show
0: now. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, get uh, Wait, I Don't Get It, if you want to know more about the Golden Girls and what makes them so great, with a mixed martial arts instructor <laughs> at the helm. Let's learn from people's mistakes here, Jim. Okay. You ready? I've got two. I got one that I think I can learn from and one that you can learn from. Okay. Uh, A woman in Houston was playing a slot machine last week with another woman. She wasn't winning, so she set the slot machine on fire, and then she got shot by another gambler. (laughs) What? What a series of events. Things really escalated. Huh. And what do you think you learned from that, Taz? Know your limits and play within it. <laughs> she was rushed to the hospital. She's okay. Police looking for the shooter. A uh, woman used... Oh, she used lighter fluid. I was hoping that she took a sip of her drink and like sprayed it. Oh, like a fire breather. Like kiss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, you just you don't 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 lose more than you can afford to lose. <laughs> yeah, you might have to
1: pay for the fire damage as Well, <laughs> so now you're more in the hole. I like to I like to wager from time to
0: time. Mm-hmm. It's fun, but get out of hand easily. Uh, here's one for you, Jim. Okay, you, you're planning the wedding, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, make sure Sarah drinks enough water. Huh. On your wedding day, a dehydrated bride passed out and puked at her own wedding, and then a kid pooped on her. Huh? (laughs) Who? A uh, woman who recently got married uh, went viral on TikTok after her wedding didn't go according to plan. Her and her husband exchanging vows in a gazebo. She passes out. She said she hadn't eaten all day. It was hot out. She was dehydrated. You know, you're you're losing the LBs to squeeze into the dress.
1: Sure, you hit the sauna, you know, Uh like a UFC fighter.
0: Falls over, groom catches her, then she pukes. Uh, Her sister runs over with her newborn baby in her arms to help uh, with the situation. Baby
4: poops,
1: diaper doesn't do its job, poop gets all over the white dress. Mm, Okay, okay. I think I know what the lesson is. What is it? Make sure Sarah wears a poop-colored dress so no one will know. Brown wedding dress. (laughs) There we go. Learning from
0: other people's mistakes with Taz and Jim. We haven't done a, uh, a parody song. Remember at the start of the pandemic, we were doing like COVID parody songs? And then the pandemic didn't
1: go away? Yeah. And, <laughs> and the parody songs got less fun. It stopped being funny? <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, we haven't done one for a while, but we got this one sent to us. You, you want to play it? Sure, sure. This is a, uh, a COVID parody song. Let's see what we got here.
3: When
4: I look back on all the shots I took for COVID can't
0: believe I have to take another one Cause of a brand new strain that's coming in from Africa I thought in 2022
4: all this crap would be done Oh Macron, you give us one more reason to worry I
3: hope you're gone in a hurry I don't want to Zoom with my folks on Christmas Day, no, no.
4: I was getting real used to going masked spending time with my friends,
0: getting back in the action. Omicron, don't you take
1: another year away good i like it what song is that what's it a parody of
0: paul simon kodachrome is the song kodachrome oh my god film camera film okay the original song is uh by paul simon written about his love for his canon camera i think Hmm. he loved taking pictures when he was younger right on yeah omicron so true I'm on pins and needles, man. I've told you, I got a, a family trip planned. Don't
1: know if it's going to happen now. Yeah. See how yeah. things change over the next couple of weeks. Sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. I don't think, like, you know, even when six months into this, I heard a lot of rumblings like it's going to be a two year pandemic from Michael Moore, like random political people, and be like, okay, two years. But it might be a five year thing now. Like,
0: it's yeah, never like ending.
4: That.
1: Yeah.
0: It's the longest two weeks of our lives. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. I want to see you Sports On a Friday, it's Taz and Jim joined by Devin Peacock from Global News Radio, our sports guy. Dev, let's talk hockey. The uh, Arizona
4: Coyotes may be looking for a new home. There is a uh, rumor going around that they could potentially be sold and moved to Houston. Now, the team is uh, vehemently uh, denying this, uh, but there is a uh, A pretty strong rumor that was out there that uh, they would be moving to Houston because their current home in Arizona is about to end. They need to find a new place. They can't play in Glendale after this, so they're looking at different options. What do you mean it's going to end? Are they tearing the place down? Their lease is up in Glendale, so they're looking at different options to play somewhere in Arizona. That has led to these rumors, okay, well, if they can't find a spot to play in Arizona, maybe they'll be sold, and there does appear to be a buyer in Houston that wants to bring them there. The the NHL likes being in Arizona because it's a good TV market, so going to Houston would be another good TV market, but if I'm looking at this, and if the Coyotes are going to be moved, and you know what? At this point, can we just say Arizona has been a failure? I mean, there was a great twenty years, whatever. But let's just let's just end this now. If they are going to Austin move, Matthews gets tempted to go back. Yes, before Austin mm-hmm. Matthews' contract's over. If they are going to move, let's instead of going to Houston, how about Canada? Quebec City is sitting right there. I if we're going to have two teams in Houston and just one team in Toronto, that's crazy to me. How about two teams in Toronto or hey, years ago we were thinking about a team in Hamilton. Let's do that. Anything but a team in Arizona or a second team in Texas. What do you think of the new stadium
0: series jerseys? First of all, Remind people what the stadium series is. It's like one of the nine different outdoor NHL games that they have every year, right?
4: Yeah, so the stadium series is the NHL's ongoing effort to just annoy me immensely by taking what was once a good idea to have teams playing outside and do it multiple times a year uh, for the rest of time and just take a good idea and ruin it. So this year, the stadium series will be in Nashville featuring the Predators and the Tampa Bay uh, Lightning. Uh, So both teams yesterday unveiled their jerseys for the stadium series. And they're interesting.
0: (laughs) Smashville versus the Bolts. (laughs) So they got the team nicknames on the front of the jerseys. That's kind of fun, though,
4: isn't it? I mean, the, the Tampa Bay jersey kind of looks like their normal jersey to me.
0: It does. It just says Bolts instead Why, of Lightning.
1: I
4: don't get this. Why have a secondary nickname?
1: Your name is the light. Like, I get it if your fans want to call you Smashville, but you put it on your jersey. It looks Bush League. Like, you're the Predators. You're the Lightning. Put that on your jersey. Don't have a secondary name. It's a one
4: off. It, it's fun. It's, it's a collector's oof. item.
1: Isn't it's, it's, it's off
4: brand. The Smashville jersey makes me—I th- don't know if they're trying to do this—it it reminds me of like a beer can. I just want to have like you yeah, know, it does. Like, like a, like a, a the- like a craft beer can. When I hear yeah.
0: Smashville, I definitely think we're drinking beers <laughs> in Nashville. <laughs> I'm going to Smashville on Friday with uh, <laughs> <Taz and laughs> after the and show is done. <laughs> yeah, we'll post these uh, these jerseys for the stadium series on the Taz and Jim Facebook page if you want to check them out. Thanks, Dev.
4: Cuckoo. I wanna see you peekaboo.
0: It's time for sports with Devin Peacock, our sports guy from Global News Radio. Dev, let's start with the NBA here. A record was set last night.
4: The Memphis Grizzlies beat the Oklahoma City Thunder 152-79. to (laughs) Who took the over? The Oklahoma City Thunder this year are not a good team. So it is not that crazy that Memphis would have won. And, but Oklahoma City is a tough team, I think, to bet against because some nights they could just hit, right? So yeah, they'd be a, a nightmare generally to, to bet against depending on their opponent, of course, especially a team like Memphis. Now, at one point, Memphis was up by 78. So the spread between the two teams was almost the total amount that Oklahoma City scored. The previous record was 68 points set back in 1991. So that record lasted for like... 30 years. It's a good record. So
1: OKC must have just gave up on defense because 80 points, not great, but not bad. Like it's not historically low, but 152 or whatever, that is a lot of points to get (laughs) scored against you.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I mean Jaron Jackson was the leading scorer for Memphis. He had 27 points. So basically everyone on Memphis did not miss last night.
0: Hey, let's talk about my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, A couple guys on the team trying to get away with a quick one
4: Antonio Brown and Mike Edwards have both been suspended three games without pay for violating the NFL's COVID-19 protocols their violation was misrepresenting their vaccination status Uh, they had uh, supposedly uh, shown a vaccination card that they got their vaccinations well that card ended up being fake where do you get those (laughs) <laughs> Have you seen yours? I think they're pretty easy to Photoshop, right? Uh,
1: I don't know if they need a better one to get into the NFL, but uh, I think uh, Photoshop pretty easy. Whiteout. There was a <laughs> pen scratch. There was it.
4: a. There was a, a story the other day that you can use Snapchat to get around uh, the, uh, the uh, COVID protocols here in Ontario. I don't know how to do it. It's beyond me, but you can use Snapchat for this stuff. So I don't think it's that hard uh, for Antonio Brown and Mike Edwards uh, to, to fake this. All I know is this is yet another case of Tom Brady hanging out with cheaters. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh,
0: speaking of gambling... Apologies to anyone who had those two guys on their
4: fantasy teams Mm. for the weekend. Especially Antonio Brown.
0: Yeah, that could hurt. Thanks, Dev. Cuckoo! Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe Keep downloading the podcast and we'll keep talking.